Hello and welcome to the St. Francis Catholic Chat. This is Father Casey. And this is Julia. And uh, actually, let's just be totally <laughs> honest straight out there. Uh, this is our second try because about 15 minutes into recording this episode, I um, abruptly called stop. Which totally confused me. I was like, oh no, what just happened? Like, Julia, did, you said something did I say heretical. Something wrong? You said something wrong, and we're going to get shut down. <laughs> and so Julia just started uh, going I kind of like low key freaked out. And she, um, she was, she was being heretical right she was saying that we believe in three three uh, persons that there's three natures in god and so i had to oh, like geez. stop and then i taught her um the trinity and I then and now the we're tr- back no i'm joking actually what it really was was that i went to go see how long we were going yeah because uh, we we're, were on a roll and maybe we'll get back on the roll hopefully um, but that we uh we weren't recording, apparently. Nope. So we just sat here talking. I thought the button was blinking, though. Yeah, the button blinks um, when uh, the audio is going into the computer, but that doesn't mean the computer is oh. recording the audio. And so I'm just like, oh, I wonder how our time's... Oh, that's weird. It quick, was That was half the podcast. Quick, quick time isn't showing us our time, so that's, uh, that's a little... Uh, I wonder why... And then I just... Yeah. I looked, and I had the option to click a circle and not a square which me instead of clicking the stop it would be click the start. You know what I was though I was I was I think I was nervous because trying to do the countdown on the other ones oh. it, Julia doesn't understand the counting down I'm sometimes. I'm sorry. I think that <laughs> I don't think it's I me that doesn't understand. So I don't I, understand don't... I don't understand oh. how to hit, if I have to count down with my fingers and then with that same hand hit oh, the start the button. button but when I stop counting down, she's going to start talking. So I really don't. Um, but you started talking this time. That wasn't yeah, even going to be a problem. I know. It was, it was, it's, you know what it is? It's because it's so warm in this it room. It's really, really My hot brain here. is not, um, maybe not worried. It's, it's summer. It's clearly summer. And July. so it, um, we're in a room. There's no air conditioning in the room that we podcast. Um, nope. And even if there was, we probably couldn't use it because of the sound. Although we're pretty sure we're not going to get that. It's that a, weird it noise. It sounds like it's a little bit in there. Yeah, but it hopefully isn't going to carry over into, into the, the yeah. mic. We're trying to figure out what that noise is. I think it's the feedback from the headphones into the microphone. So our archdiocese has an awesome communications office. Really? And I um, I talked to Father Matt, the director of communications, last week, and I'm telling him how we're in a podcast. He said, oh, you know, I always thought you'd be a good podcaster. Cause, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Father Matt. Like, that really, uh, that was encouraging, but... So I wanted to like send him an episode, but this last one had that noise in it that we oh. did. And so I'm like, oh, I don't want him to think I don't know what I'm doing. And so you're not going to send it from this one? Well, let's see <laughs> what happens. But now he's going to hear <laughs> that I didn't even know how to hit the record button. <laughs> and so what, is, what does that uh, do? You know, what's really funny is I think in the last one we were, we were talking about, we were in the beginning at, when we didn't record it, we were talking about, oh, you know, we don't really know what we're doing because we're talking about like the chords or something. Oh, there's happened. chords and there's dials. There's a lot yeah. of dials and we don't really know what the dials do. We're talking about this is new stuff and we obviously really don't know what we're doing when yeah, we didn't Apparently we don't it. even know how to click a record button on a computer. So... <laughs> Whoops, um, whatever. But um, speaking of, so this is the room where we podcast. This is kind of our media room. Uh, there's a fireplace that we're currently not using. Because it's already it's already so hot. Degrees. But in this million degree room, this past weekend, we had the joy of watching Hamilton. Hamilton which was so super exciting because that is what I've been waiting for to watch since 2016. Um, I don't even know when it came out though. But I remember I used to listen to the soundtrack so often. But the show is like, 
$2,000 to go to? Yeah, it's a lot. And I looked into it and I'm like, that's not going to happen. No, it's, um, there was the one, where, where was, what what um theater was it in Connecticut? Do you know? The Bushnell? Was it in the Bushnell? Yeah, it was, and it was coming back, I think. Oh, was it really? Yeah, we it was $800 though we, there. Uh, yeah, I was planning on having a St. Francis Catholic trip to Hamilton. For $800 per person? Well, you know. Donors. Don't. <laughs> Donor. Anyone listening? Anyone, anyone who wants to sponsor a bunch of uh, college students going to, go to see, see Hamilton. Hamilton. Um, you, it's impressive. They. Um, it really is impressive. But it, but also that you know a number of you like know most of the words is really impressive. I I'm 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 legit impressed by that. No, it was really cool. It's cool to see it. Um, one of the things that really struck me is in listening to the soundtrack. I did not like the character of Jefferson. Non biased against Jefferson because I also read the biography and Jefferson, like really opposed Hamilton in a lot of ways and. And when you're reading a biography about Alexander Hamilton, you're kind of. Yeah, no, they point like, out that Hamilton know. had his issues too. That's true. But Jefferson yeah. definitely. Um, there's a lot of politicking going in, to it, and and one of the things Lin Manuel Miranda pointed out is that one of the things he wanted to show, was that a lot of the issues that currently afflict the United States of America were present back then. Uh, including a lot of the partisan politics that it, it was mm-hmm. always just very um that was part of it. and jefferson uh, and hamilton were very much at odds in these things. also jefferson like wanted the french revolution to happen here in america in a way so so the type of anarchy that came from the french revolution like he was a bit he was pretty into that and um in Yikes. anyway there's a lot of so i didn't like jeff i don't the the historical thomas jefferson i don't want to say i don't like him because i don't know him but whatever <laughs> um but and he actually changed as president, and he didn't. He wasn't as radical in his views when he was president. Also, grow over time. You could grow over. Yeah. People are able to grow and change. But I did love Debbie Diggs playing Thomas Jefferson, and I think that he was, he was my good. favorite character in the show. I think. Um, I think I really, yeah. It, it just like his his whole performance and everything. It, it brought much more than just his voice, like. The way he did it was it was, he was so cool. He was really intense. He was also really good at Lafayette, which was so interesting because obviously it was played by the same actor, but like they had huge differences. Yeah, they had. Um, they were different characters. They were different characters, but no, because Lafayette was the Frenchman and Jeff. They were actually very related because this is a cool thing that the actors who play the similar people people right right um have similar story arcs right so oh, really? La- lafayette is the frenchman mm-hmm. who goes back to france and jefferson a lot of his comes home from france when lafayette goes to france and a lot of the uh, things that jefferson's trying to do are very french revolution-esque which lafayette okay. uh, although i think he even ran afoul of the french revolution but so there was a lot of like that connection right with that uh and then for example um um, John Lawrence and um, Philip, Philip Hamilton, played by the same character, both die. Yeah, which you weren't ready for the the secret. No, song. I didn't know. Oh, well, anyone listening also now knows. Oh, well, sorry. I mean, there's a secret song, but John Lawrence clearly is dead. Yeah. He has um, died sometime <laughs> since the, the late 1700s. So like a surprise. John but. Lawrence is dead. <laughs> um, but no, I wasn't ready, and I was so thrown off. I was. Yeah, I I just wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, and um, and so there there's that um. There's that relationship, and then I don't know if there's a relationship between uh, Hercules Mulligan and James Madison. Um, I'm gonna guess probably not because one was pretty boss and the other was pretty <laughs> not. So which I mean I thought that was so funny though. <laughs> yeah. 
so anyway, it um so yeah, Hamilton was was a lot of fun, and um and then the other but big thing this weekend was bringing people back to mass. Yeah, so that was really really nice to have everyone back um kind of as a community again and just having everyone so understanding while we were there because at the 10 a.m. we did end up overflowing and having to use the church basement and um yeah it was it was really nice to just see everyone there and even to see it overflow i thought i thought was really yeah nice. like how cool is it to like i mean it's sad that we're not able to put uh, that everyone many people in the, in the church, church yeah. but that a lot of churches are are not really getting people coming back and we we are right and to the point that we're overflowing which is so amazing which I is mean, really like when would you think that church would have an overflow problem? i know i mean like we are social distancing but um so we kind of don't have but that even still having passing. having 85 people in the church uh probably what was it 88 and 12 88 people upstairs sure. 12 downstairs it was something like that but so that was the 100 but like 100 people gatherings are not that common right now no and that we not. had that um basically right. now we didn't have a full hundred together right right we had uh it was about 85 i think about Upstairs 85 the and then we had 12 dancers with our volunteers that were going back and forth between the two and we had me and the deacon up in the sanctuary but it um yeah it was really um it was really cool it was really encouraging and uh it, well the thing is i didn't know how many people were downstairs oh really yeah so i, didn't know that. I um so i had no i'm like are there a lot of people? Are there <laughs> only are there people outside? Because we also put speakers in the windows. Yeah, we did. So that people that you know want to be outside, if they needed to move around a little bit more, if they, you know, had kids that weren't really cool with the whole thing and they just needed some space, they could be outside right. and uh, still have the audio and still come in a community distribution. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm like, oh, whoa, wow! Like, where is everyone? What's going? I had no clue. Like, I have no clue <laughs> who I'm talking to. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that that is a really cool. I mean, it's so interesting to live through this time right now, just seeing that, um, what we kind of have to do in right. order to celebrate the mass. Yeah, I know it is. Um, and I mean, this is not in the history of the church. This is not uniquely challenging. Like this is uniquely challenging in that, in the in the sickness part of it and the right. whole thing. But like, there's always been challenges to celebrating the mass, and hopefully that that brings with it. Um, a resolution yeah. to to appreciate the mass more, which leads right into the topic that we already started talking about last time, and now <laughs> we're talking about minutes. for real this time, uh, which is resolutions. Yeah, and so um, it was really funny because we were talking about how maybe resolutions we should have done this podcast in January. If we're still doing this podcast in January, hey, if we keep this up and we're still podcasting in January, <gasps> we could still do a resolutions. We podcast could talk. In a, we could do it again. Why not? And resolutions part two, or maybe we'll have some other podcasters if people get sick of us. We and could they can bring listen in, to them bring talk Sheila about resolutions. And Barrett can talk about resolutions. I love throwing people into the and bus. I thought I just heard a bell, and I'm like, well, the bell just rang at our last. That we can't have gone an hour. But no, we did. Luckily, I could see how long we were at 11, 11 minutes and uh, twelve seconds because I can tell. Because now you're recording it. We're recording, and so when you're recording, it tells you how long they're recording. And so resolutions. Um. What are what are some of the thoughts that you have on resolutions? So I mean, um, resolutions. I think that, like, that when we talk about resolutions, like, what are we even talking about? Like, what do you what when right, we say the word resolution? Right, right. What what do we mean right. when we say like like what is and what what is that in the context of the spiritual life in particular? Like, how is a Catholic resolution? I'm not giving you time to answer. That's <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so a resolution is essentially um, in your prayer life. Um, you should be coming up regularly with maybe daily or weekly resolutions to kind of improve your own life and what you're doing and um, 
growing in like sanctity and holiness um, by like improving small things in your life. And so the idea of a resolution shouldn't be that it's so big that you can't tackle it or that there's so many to do, but that there's um, a few of them, but very specific that they can be achievable um, in your prayer life. So I think you said two very important things there that uh, there need to be a few and they need to be specific. So let's break those two down. So the first, like a few resolutions, because I know like sometimes I, I want to do like a lot of things and, (laughs) and it's good because right, because resolution should be aiming toward a goal. Right. Right. And so we should always be goal oriented. Mm -hmm. We should always be trying to grow um, toward a particular end. Right. So this is all, this is just moral theology 101 that you begin with the end in mind that we have a goal that we're going toward. And therefore we, we, act toward that goal so so for example if i want to drive to waterbury from here well i got to leave the driveway and take usually a left and then i got to go down i got to take another left and then at the end of that i got to take another left and then a right onto the highway right right but i'm only doing that because i want to go to waterbury if i want to go to hartford i take a right out of the driveway right when i'm at the driveway intersection i decide to turn left or right based upon where i want to go Um, and so, so we have to have that goal in mind, but then we take, um, we take very specific steps to get there. Did I say that we're starting with few or specific? Cause I can't remember what I just um, said we're talking about. I think it was few. Oh, you, cause you say you want to do a lot of yeah, things. Yeah. Cause I want to do like a lot of things. If I think like, okay, well I'm going to turn out of the driveway, but I got to remember to take that exit off of I-84. Like, whoo, I'm not even there yet. Right. Hold, hold on right now. Let me take a left out of the driveway. Yeah. Because that also allows for a little bit, uh, you know, there are a couple different ways I could get to the highway and what, uh, what having, you know, taking it one step at a time allows for when stuff comes up, mm-hmm. when, when there's traffic one way or another right. to get around that. Right. So, so I have, you have the goal in mind, but then taking very few steps, like break, just, okay, just the next thing I need to work on is this. Right. And then I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you get too many resolutions, it's good because you want to get to that goal, but it becomes unmanageable. Right. And I know, so with, especially with having small, like fewer resolutions, they're easier to realize how you're doing. So, you know, okay, if you have 10 resolutions to do a day, you're not going to realize if you're doing all 10 of them well rather if you have two even one you'll be like okay well i improved on this or no i didn't improve on right this. like here's the thing i'm working on and um so yeah that they should be few and even few with regard to like um growing it so for example i've made the retreat resolution like a few times to uh pray the entire rosary every day because that's something i try to do on retreat and i love it like mm-hmm. praying all 20 decades of the rosary um, and each day on retreat, that's usually something I try to do. Right. And then like, I could do that when I get back home, right? I'm going to pray 20 decades of the rosary every day when I get back home. And it's just like, I can't manage that. Like maybe if I was holier, I could, but maybe <laughs> I should start with just trying to pray like an extra five decades every day. So praying 10, right? Right. Or instead of praying the other 15 decades a day, um, taking just a few minutes and contemplating meditating on the mysteries Mm -hmm. so that i'm at least considering the different mysteries of the rosary every day right so there are different ways that we can um we can we can work on the like so so having few but also like of manageable size yeah that it's not oh i'm gonna get up at four o'clock in the morning every day well if i get up at 5 45 and i do need to get up a little bit earlier to get prayers done maybe i start with 5 30 right right 15 minutes at a time and then work toward what the goal is yeah in time 
and I know um so that's with a few resolutions, but it's also really important to have specific resolutions too. So I know let's say like I want to pass my class this next semester, like I want an A. Of course I want an A, but how am I going to get that A? You know, I can't just assume that. Oh, I'm just going to, you know, hop right in there and just uh, hopefully I'll open my textbook at some point. No, like you have to, okay, well, I'm going to study on this day and that day um, for these classes. And on this class, I'm going to study on this day. I'm going to study for this class so that I can achieve this 4.0 goal, you know. And so that, that should be the same in your interior life with your prayer life. You should be making these small resolutions, s um, uh, not small, but specific resolutions so that don't just die. Um, right, because I mean, that that is the classic like New Year's resolution to lose weight. Right, yeah. It's like I'm going to lose weight this year. And I'm, you know what I'm even going to do? I'm going to buy a gym membership. Like, that's because I'm going to lose. I'm going to buy a gym membership. Well, have I cleared out time in my schedule to go to the gym? Right? right so I have yeah, a gym membership. New, but, like, thing. do I really have I worked? Maybe before buying the membership, I should um, make a schedule, make, make time in my schedule so I can have exercise time. Right? Um, unless there's a gym owner who wants to sponsor a podcast, at which point, no, <laughs> buy that membership <laughs> on January 1st. <laughs> Five-year commitment, right? No, I'm joking. But it, but it is. It's foolish to, to buy a gym membership without having time in your schedule to go to the gym. Right, because right? you're just wasting your money and you're tying yourself to this goal that you can't even achieve now. Right, or like uh, like healthy eating. Like, okay, because there's a lot of things that go into right. the, the classic New Year's resolution of losing some weight. Well, how am I, am I developing healthy? And again, a lot of that could go back down to scheduling. Of mm -hmm. Am I scheduling enough time for meal preparation and, you know, balanced meals? Or am I always just kind of trying to eat on the run, which is going to necessitate fast food? Right. So so those are like, yeah, to be to be very specific in what do I want to do and to be intelligent about um, about what I can do right now. Right. Because yeah. that's that's the goal is what can I achieve now mm -hmm. with regard to my resolutions not what i want to be able to read this book in latin well maybe i should just work on like learning the basic verb formations right it's not yeah. achievable now to buy a big book in latin mm -hmm. and then to try to read it or any language uh it's our resolution should be like the next best step and so to make them something that's very achievable right now i can right. do this today not in somewhere in the future but like Today I can do it. And I know it's so important because then you can also see, like I was talking about earlier, you can see your improvement on this too. Because if it's achievable now, like you don't know what's going to happen in the next week or in the next month. And so if you don't really know what's going to be going on, but you can work on this today. So if you want to work on being kinder to people, um, just being attentive in a conversation or listening when you really don't want to listen. Um, just like putting your phone away or even on do not disturb when there's an important conversation going on. I feel like you're adding me right I'm now. Not, I'm totally not adding you, actually. I really not. I feel like I'm being added. I feel like I'm being added a little bit. I actually, I, you know, I, I really did watch a video and the way they talked about being kind is not putting your phone away. Really? Yeah, it was. Um, wow. I, th I forget, but it's just. You watch a video on how to be kinder? No, it just was involved in <laughs> okay. the video. Cool. It, I don't um, remember what it was. No, it's about. fine if you're watching videos on how to be kinder. <laughs> it um i probably i should probably watch those too like how to uh, how to put your phone away how to do this or that no but it, you know the <laughs> other thing is too how to um that that it's the present moment which is where the resolution needs to be uh implemented mm -hmm. that it's not uh because holiness is in the here and the now right we we only become holy as we exist currently i could say like oh yeah well you know, if 
I, in the future, I'm going to try to do this and that a lot, but I live right now and who knows what's going to happen, right? Like you said, so our resolutions need to be applicable here and now. I remember I failed terribly on another retreat resolution, <laughs> which was, you know, as a priest, and I'm, I'm sure that, you know, parents have this and people have it in all walks of life, but, you know, you go away for a week of retreat and it's like awesome, right? It's just so good. It's quiet. I'm going to be away in a few weeks and I'm looking forward to, to that. Um, but that's not retreat. That's um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of theology catch up, which is going to be pretty awesome. But they, um, but you go on a retreat and you, you just have an awesome time. And then it seems like the rest of the world doesn't realize that you're having this awesome time. Right. Because you come back and particularly as a priest, it's just like, Father, there's messages on your desk. Like <laughs> this person called and they're, they're waiting for you to call them back. Like I just got back from retreat. So I remember I had this resolution one time to, um, to be, you know, to, to approach these things joyfully. Um, particularly with um, some of the the people around the parish, and so I'm I'm gonna do, I'm gonna approach this joyfully, right? And so I got back, I went toward my office, and oh, Father, welcome back, and it's so nice, and it's like there's messages on your desk, like <laughs> we don't know what about this and that, and we were waiting for you, and you know, there's, uh, and it was like, okay, I'll be right back, right? Because it wasn't working, right? It was, it's <laughs> like oh, I'm, I'm not doing. It. So I went into the other room. I'm like. Okay, no, I could do this. I could do. I could be. I could approach this with such joy. So I went back into the office and it's like, oh, and Father, by the way, like while you were gone, we reorganized it and we changed oh, all no. this around. And I'm just like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around. I went into the other room again. <laughs> did, did they you think you were crazy or something that day? I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> I usually I'm acting a little crazy like that. And uh, so I turned around and on the third try, I'm finally like, okay, I could be patient. I could do this. Right. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, I also know. Uh, sorry, that sound totally. Yeah, there's a threw sound. We're gonna look to see. We just heard a sound in our headphones. I don't know if you're all hearing it. It may be my phone. No, it's not my phone. But it's kind of like the phone when you have a a phone. It might be a speakers. cord. Whatever. Yeah, it's either in the headphones or going into the podcast. So if you're hearing that, we don't know anything about podcasting. We have no idea. <laughs> Obviously, why. Obviously, you can tell. <laughs> we have no clue what that sound is. But um, sorry about that. But um, uh, the next. And if you don't hear it, it's just in our headphones. Yeah, we're which gonna, we're you're gonna <laughs> think that we're crazy for that. <laughs> anyway, so that was the resolute. Like I failed a lot. Right. Um. That that stinks. That really does stink. But I mean, I don't know. I think that's something that shows us that we're very human. And um, with resolutions, there's also something that we should be bringing these resolutions to the Lord and be very docile to the Holy Spirit with them. So. If we can't, especially if we don't think we're somewhere when we actually might be, so like. Um, let's say you can learn a little, you know, already a little bit of Latin. Um, but you're like, you know, what? I still need to brush up on this Latin because, you know, I don't know this book that well. Um, but you can, you can read it. You just have to, you just have to dive into it sometimes. Yeah. You just got to do it. No, that's absolutely. It. And, and part of it is you got to have peace with your resolutions, right? That you need to be, um, resolutions are about like, you know, uh, again, always going back to the losing weight one. It's not like I'm standing on the scale every day and I'm going to feel guilty no matter what that number is, right? It's not about making yourself feel bad. If our right. resolutions are like trying to make ourselves feel bad about imperfection, like that's not good. We have to have total peace with our resolutions where we're, we try it out. And then look, just like I'm laughing about failing on our team, <laughs> like we, we, we can at times we can see how like, look, growth happens through failure. If you try to do enough push-ups, at a certain point, uh, like doing push-ups, your, your arms will just give out and you'll yeah. fail. Like you just, you can't do any more, right? Um, 
And, and at that point, you're also going to be hurting yourself if you overdo it. If you try to overdo it, you're definitely going to hurt yourself. But but that you you want to work to a level of then be at peace. Like okay, mm-hmm. you do the best you can, but you don't have the muscles yet. But keep working on them. If you keep working on it, you'll you'll develop those muscles, and it it will grow. Right, and I know I'm I'm currently reading a, um, a book called Searching and Maintaining for Peace by Jacques, Jacques Philippe. That's yeah. isn't that so good? I just read it last week. Yeah, it's super um, super good. But there's this one part that he talks about constantly is that God doesn't work. Um, you can't. He won't work that somewhere that it's not peaceful. Like if it's if you're not in peace, it's not of God. Um, and so essentially, you, you if you're at peace with these resolutions, that's where God can really work. Right. Oh, absolutely. And so with with that and with having knowing that. God is going to work better when you're at peace. It'll, it gives you a sense of comfort that the more you're at peace with failing and being lighthearted about your own failures too, God will be able to work with that and you can bring it to him. Yeah, and look, it, there's a level of failure, um, like mortal sin, where you, you shouldn't be okay with it. You should be like, oh yeah, I just murdered a few people. Oh, like, that's not, that's not the goal. Oh, but I'm at peace with it. Don't worry. I murdered a few people, but I'm at peace <laughs> with it. Like, no, that's terrible. Um, but there's a level, you know, so yeah, sometimes big sins, but you know, for a lot of people, it's just about trying, it's going from just good to better, right? It's a slow spiritual growth. Um, and that if, if it's not an issue of our conscience is telling us that we're going way down the wrong road, um, then we can do okay. Right. And so we should have a certain peace. And even when it comes to failure, like, okay, uh, but uh, it's better to challenge ourselves and to fail Right. Then to just be content. That's when we get into lukewarmness. We're gonna do another podcast at some point about lukewarmness. But that um that's when maybe we should do that when the temperature is a little bit more lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, so so blazing so hot. Right. But um but that lukewarmness is just where, where I've stopped trying. I'm just uh whatever. I don't need to grow, I'm fine. Right. Right? Like no, we should always be um growing. And I think that when we have peace in our resolutions we can uh, then we can have uh, what's called holy impatience. Mm-hmm. That we can, we we want we want to be holier. Like I want to be holier, and I want to be holier now. But it's at God's pace. So my impatience is a is a holy impatience. Right. That it's not just me being impatient with myself and critical of myself, but that I'm like, yeah, Lord, I, I want to grow. Like I'm I'm excited about this. I, I want to. There's there's this growth in the spiritual life that I want. And so my impatience is a it's a holy impatience. And I I know there's a there's a point in the way um, by Saint Jose Maria where he talks about holy impatience that it's not fruitful if it doesn't come if there's no resolutions that are being fulfilled. So if you're a holy you have holy impatience but there's nothing there's no growth there. How, how yeah, it's got to be practical, right? Yeah. We got to have practical growth, and that's that's what resolutions do. So making just a few resolutions and but keeping them, right? right. Um, now that gets into the final point I think I want to talk about, which is that. When when we make a resolution that's not helpful, then then it's okay to be like, yeah. Th- so you know, there's a balance between flaking and and keeping our good resolutions, right? Right. So when I made that resolution to pray twenty decades of the rosary a day, like it wasn't working, and so it's not like I should just. But I made a resolution, so I'm just gonna keep on right. doing it and being like, there there should be a point where you say like, okay, like that that didn't work out so well. And also, I think that shows you where you know where you are and having self-knowledge and uh, having that importance like about with reflection and being able to, um, and during your prayer time, just kind of think, okay, well, what's working and what's not working right now for me? And how, what can I actually continue improving on? Um, and what's kind of n- hindering me more because I'm working so hard that other things are falling behind now. So if you're praying, not being able to pray these um, 
you're trying to pray 20 decades a day, but you're not doing mental prayer. You're like, you know, I right, because you just got to get my resolution yeah. done that I made arbitrarily at the end of a retreat, which sounded like a good idea then. Like, and it totally did, but it's just like, yeah, that didn't that didn't work, right? right? Or sometimes my spiritual director is big on like, read whatever you're reading for spiritual reading, and like just read that, but read it slowly. And like sometimes I'll be like, this isn't working, and so what's <laughs> happening? I'm not doing spiritual reading anymore because I'm trying to finish. You know, I don't like the mm-hmm. book I'm reading. And so then on just a pretty, pretty practical level, it's like, okay, sometimes you got to just, no, you got to keep with this one. Right. Other times it's like, well, then get a different book. Yeah. Like if it's to the point that you're not doing spiritual reading because you don't like the book, <laughs> then get a, get a different book. Like don't, don't, don't let our resolute, our resolutions need to be good and we need to be committed, but we can't be crazy about it. Right. Because, right. again, it's about what's the goal. And this mm-hmm. is where when we always see resolutions in terms of the goal is uh, so important. Now, just so everyone out there knows, I just did a cool hand gesture with that. Like, <laughs> you know, the goal. And none of you can see that. So Maybe we I, should get a video. Maybe, maybe we got to start doing videos so I can start using my hands and everything. But, um, no, it is um, resolutions with regard to if we have the goal in mind, is, is this resolution helping me toward the goal or hindering me or just becoming right. something that's that's not working and i mean in reality the ultimate goal is heaven that yeah, is what we're striving absolutely. for and so in reality i don't think that you know if you weren't able to pray um do your sp- this read this finish this specific book right i don't think god is going to be upset yeah. with you you, you know in case you can't come to heaven because you tried to read the biography of blessed Alvaro de portillo in spanish and italian and it just wasn't working out because <laughs> the language was too tough like you can't come to heaven because of that. Like, whoa, like no, that's not, that's the, not reality. the God we believe in. Yeah. Right? And like, I think that's so, something so beautiful in that where we can be gentle with us, our, ourselves and see ourselves fail. And that's almost, um, that's the biggest moment for growth. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, resolutions, a few, very specific with the end in mind, right. always. Um, and that, yeah, that's, this is a great little way, you know, something mm-hmm. we should always, when we stop making resolutions and we're going to stop growing. Right. And so it's something we need to be doing every day in our spiritual life, having these little resolutions. And uh, they could be the fruit of our mental prayer. They could be mm-hmm. the fruit of our examination of conscience. And so, um, yeah, I think it's something that's good to work on. Great. Well, this is um, this is awesome. So yeah, super cool maybe, stuff. Maybe we should resolve to do our podcasting well <laughs> and to, to keep <laughs> press at it. Press the record button. Let's to press the record to learn some of the things about the technology. So well, I think we, the feedback's a little, like, not as loud. Yeah, no, it's the it's the um, noise canceling from the headphones. So who knows how that's going to We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Well, anyway, until the next time, uh, this is Father Casey. And this is Julia. And uh, thank you for listening. God bless. <laughs>